On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, take a frickin' guess. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode oh of Locked On Spartans. Oh my well, <laughs> well, 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 well. Hey Matt, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh my god. Well, well, this team's good. Well, well, this team is really good. Well, this team is pretty good. Well, I'm so stressed of how good this team is. They look so good this year. I thought that maybe the Eastern game could be an aberration. Perhaps Notre Dame could be an aberration. Well, got well, 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 this is such a good team. This is They're such a good, good team that we're rooting for this winter. Oh, my God, I can't do it. I can't do it. Usually when we have a good team, like, they still kind of stumble out of the gates a little early. Okay, a little Champions Classic loss here or an ACC Big Ten Challenge loss over here. Well, 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 this team looks incredible out of the gate so far, and I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do with myself right now, Will. I'm just going to just take a sip of this Coors Light and hopefully try to chill, but I don't think that's going to happen. You should say well, my name like 19 more times. That might calm me is, down. This team is so good. <laughs> back, back, back. We're so back, Will. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. <sighs> it is Wednesday, December 2nd. The year is 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Joined. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so stressed. I shouldn't be this stressed after like a great win early in the season, but Will, <laughs> the expectations are so high. Now, this team looks so good. Every facet of the game, they just look great. Even when they play at their worst, they still walk into halftime at Cameron Indoor with a four-point lead, Will. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's a saucy team you got in your hands over there, Mr. Rizzo. That is a saucy team you got in your hands. Oh, man, Will. I am joined by my just-starting-to-unpucker co-host, Matt Sheehan. I'm, I'm not going to let out a deep sigh of relief until the plane <laughs> lands back in East Lansing. That, that's, that's when I officially realize, oh, we, we got out of Durham with a W. Oh, my. The boys have done it. That is sensational. Man, that, that ending was so dicey. But when you Ugh. put a smackdown in the middle 20 minutes of the game so hard, you're allowed to have a little slip up at the end because you build a cushion and life is all good when you beat Duke at home, baby. Yeah, they were they went from down ten to up fifteen over I don't know how much game time. I'll have to go back and look at the, the play yeah. by play, but yeah, it was a relatively quick twenty five point swing against Duke. <laughs> I know no one was there, but you're like still on the road at Duke. Road game is a road game, baby. Yeah. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. That's uh a pretty impressive win. Pretty Absolutely. pretty good. Uh we're gonna talk about it. We're going to talk about some players. We're going to talk about, I don't know, some things that went well, some even areas where they could maybe improve, Mm -hmm. and just sort of our, you know, it's still too early to make sweeping judgments about this team. Uh, Is it though? Is it though? It it, it is. It's it's three games. It's three games. Like, what if Duke... Uh, Mighty fine three games though, may I add. I know, but what if Duke ends up as like, okay, they're solid but not great and like... We'll talk about hey, it. Hey, Duke is Duke. Whoa, hold on. I, I thought know. I was supposed to be the negative one here in the podcast. No, 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 What's going no, no. on here, Will? It's, Whoa. It's, I'm just saying it's three games. I'm not being negative. I know. Usually I'm not negative, but that's how it's perceived. So, yeah, yeah. welcome to my world here, Will. You're very negative. 
Ah, okay, jury's out on that. Anyway, ten oh two. We were down in the first half. We were down nine points with ten oh two left in the first half, and then by twelve uh, sixteen left in the second half, we were up sixteen. So you uh, you're smarter than me. You could do the math, however much time that is. Somewhere between sixteen and twenty minutes of game time is is where I net that out at. <laughs> 18-ish. Okay, there we go. See, hey, between 16 and 20. You, said 10, you said 10 to 12? Yeah. The yeah 10 minutes the and then 8 minutes. and the, It doesn't matter. Look at we'll you, talk Mr. About, Math over here. We'll talk about the point I'm trying to make. We know okay. this is a really good team. Like They're so good. They're so good. We, we also don't exactly know a ton yet until we get further into the season, but we'll talk about it. So... That's the okay. plan for today's show. I promise I'm not pouring cold water. It will not no, be a I, cold I, I, water. I know. I'm, I, well, I'm giving you a hard time. You've already like, uh, set up the jury against me. I'm joshing you. Oh, no. I, oh, the go people to hell. love you, Will. I'm just, oh, fine. Rate, review, Let's subscribe to the podcast. I'm in a great mood right now. MSU won. Now you put me wherever you want, Will. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single mm. day. Matt, are mm. you ready? Uh, let me see. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm ready. Fantastic. Let's talk about that game. Um, Where to start? So, about four or five minutes into the game. Yes. How, what percentage of you, and I was 100%, mm-hmm. what percentage of you was like, oh, great, we're doing this, cor- we're doing this Duke game. This is, yep. Yep, we're on the road at Duke, and this is what's happening because that's what happens on the road at Duke. Mm-hmm. No, about 96% of me. Uh, the, the other 4% of me was like, okay, well, they're getting a lot of these points uh, off free throws yeah. right now. And I don't think this will last the whole game, but that's where the 96% shipped in. It was like, okay, the Cameron Whistle still lives, even if the students aren't there, clearly. And also, like, okay, who's to say that like Duke just will go the whole game without making shots? Yeah, I don't know if that's what happened. So that was pretty nice. But yeah, uh, no, about ninety six percent of me was like, "Oh, great! It's just a rerun of last year's game. How yeah. fun!" But then we looked up, and it felt like last year's game. Like the performance felt like okay, Michigan State's doing the exact same thing they did against Duke last year yep. when they lost by twenty. And you look up, and it's eighteen to fifteen. You're like, "Wait a second! <laughs> right? Wait right. a wait? They're supposed to be down thirteen right now. Why are they only down three points?" Uh, and it's because, Matt, mm-hmm. they got a pretty damn stout defense that they can lean on to yeah, get things sorted out on the other end. We talked a lot about their versatility on the offensive end, and I still think like nothing has changed there. It's just you're playing a, a higher level opponent and against a really good defense like that. Like you know, some things are going to go away, but there are going to be games when this offense is going to need a minute to figure it out, and that's the first time they saw primary man-to-man defense all year, right? They didn't yeah, have any true. cowardly zone to go <laughs> up against. So that's an adjustment, and while they were figuring it out, adjusting, getting used to Duke's speed, what they were trying to do, because they were aggressive. And the you know Duke got out in front, the defense settled in, and they just it wasn't like a big run there at the beginning. It was just like... Chipping away. Two points here. Duke only gets a free throw. Get a couple stops. Get a bucket. Oh, we hit a three, and now you look up, and you're only down three. It's a low-scoring affair, but you haven't done anything remotely resembling competence on the offensive end, and you're within three, and we saw what happened seven minutes later when they started getting open looks and hitting the open looks and making better passes and right. anticipating the pressure and using that uh, aggressiveness against Duke, which they started to do really well. They got out in transition a little bit. 
And then you're like, oh, okay, Michigan State's going to beat Duke at Duke, aren't they? Like, you could just sort of see it coming after after they weathered that terrible start. Yeah, man. And, like, th- this this was all on the defense for sure, no doubt. I mean, what was the score at halftime? It, it, you go into halftime. 34-31. Uh, 37-33 is oh, what I sorry. got. Sorry. I, yeah. You, no, you're anyway, probably right. They were up four. 19. Fourteen of those uh, thirty-three points, though, were off free throws for Duke. It, like once you can settle into a defense, and uh, listen, okay, I, I know I cried Cameron Whistle. There were some fouls MSU committed that probably they shouldn't have. It wasn't all the officiating, I, I gotta say. So just to clear the air on that. But once they did settle in, I mean, once you start one for eight shooting from three, it's like, okay, they are getting some good looks. Like, eventually these are going to fall. And yeah. you walk into halftime, okay, three of 12 shooting from three, yeah, that's not too great. Like, Lankford, okay, he's really not doing great in the first half. Mm-hmm. And just like I said earlier, like, 14 points have come from free throws in the first half. And you're still up four? Like, oh my, yeah. your defense did something very nice on the other end of the court. I got to say, I, I got a hat tip. It, it was almost as if... It was almost as if they were coached to get kind of burnt on the perimeter so help side can come in from the other side <laughs> of the block and disrupt a layup. Like it, it happened too many times too well today for like me to just sit there and be like, is, is Izzo doing like 4D chess right here? Like Is he deliberately having his guys on the perimeter get blown by so Hall... So Bingham, so Hauser can come in and block a layup. Like the the help side defense was ooh sensational tonight. That was great, man. So I doubt that was the strategy. No, I, I, I yeah okay. All jokes aside, I doubt it was too. But like just you're, you're, you're totally right though. Watch that game. It, the, the help side defense was phenomenal. This is game three, and yeah. their communication on defense is that strong right now. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, nice. and and you can even see spots where like yeah they're they're. They can get better, and they're going to get better because it's like, oh, Marble missed a rotation, or what? Like someone, you're like, okay, you just missed one. They're like they're going to get it figured out. Yeah, um, it's not perfect, of course, right? Yeah, and, and like it just the the ceiling seems so high for that defense. Real quick, a tweet from DK, and then we'll go to break and come back. Uh, I want to talk about Aaron Henry for like 38 minutes. Yeah, please. Um, uh, at Spartan Hoops underscore DK. MSU is a halftime tweet. MSU is 3 of 12 from deep, has given Duke 17 free throw opportunities, and have turned it over eight times, and they're up by four at the half. Uh, just silly ball. I was texting <laughs> my buddy, and he said, like, if, if I had a towel over the score bug, I would guess we're down seven and a half right now. I'm like, at yeah, least. that sounds about right. At yeah. least. At right. least. Um, all right, we'll pause here. We'll come right back and start back up with Aaron Henry, who um, is a man. A man. Is a really good basketball player. Uh, first word from Coors Light. These days, it seems like it. life forces yeah. us. You already opened it. Yeah. <laughs> you had already popped open his Coors Light, and it's definitely a Coors Light. Every now and then, it's important to stop and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a cold, delicious Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment that is made to chill. Chill. Literally made to chill. Matt, how many Coors Lights do you have with you uh, during the game today? Uh, Well, three, because we drink three. responsibly over here, Well, There you go. Three yeah, over two hours. Yourself. That's a nice... Or two during the game and one now, right? Uh, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just want to make sure we're drinking yeah. responsibly. Of course. And gosh, what a what a perfect drink to have watching your team go to Duke, go to Cameron, and take down the vaunted Blue Devils top five team in the country. Huge road win for your Spartans and having a cold, delicious, made to chill Coors Light right by your side. You can't get better than that, Matt. Absolutely not. Talk about it, Will. It's mountain cold refreshment. It's crisp. And refreshing. It's crisp and refreshing, in fact, as the Colorado Rockies. 
Those oh. are the mountains covered in wow. snow. Oh, the mountains. Oh, wow. A crisp and refreshing place. And it's perfect for a moment to unwind. That's why it's the beer we choose when we need to unwind, when we want to chill, or when we're watching our Spartans. So when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, baby. Let's go. Aaron Henry maybe had, what, 17 Built Bars before this game? <laughs> Everyone was it was just bombing Built Bars. Mar- uh, Julius Marble had at least 24 yes. of them. At oh, least 24. Man. We're going to talk about Julius. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they've got a new and improved formula that is even more delicious. I don't know how they did it. No. Somehow they did it. Mad science. And it is just fantastic. They've got 18 amazing flavors. Matt, what are a couple of your your uh, favorite flavors? I mean, you, you already know what I'm going to say. Toffee almond. Right Toffee off the almond, man. Apple almond. Toffee crisp. almond. Uh, cookies and cream. Salted caramel. Peanut butter brownie. Those are some of my favorites. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they are soft and easy to chew. And they're not just delicious on your taste buds. They are delicious. Also delicious on the body. They are delicious on your body. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Take the uh, let's see. I got the coconut almond bar here, Matt. Oh, that's a good one. Very 18 nice. grams of protein, only 180 calories, five grams sugar, five grams of net carbs. You're not going to find a protein bar no. better than that. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on. One word, locked on, and you'll get 20 percent off your next order. It's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Join us on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Spartans where we will uh, start talking about that uh, football game that seems to be going on this weekend, Michigan State playing host to Ohio State. That's tomorrow on Locked On Spartans. In the meantime, Matt. Yes, Will. Aaron Henry. Uh, Fine basketball player, I would say. Mm. Yeah, gets the job done. Thank, uh, screw the NBA. Thank God he turned it down, man. <laughs> this is this is great. This is great. I, um, I, I do think it's going to end up really beneficial for him. Oh yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, what, what do you think is, has been his best improvement so far? Of course, three games into the season, very small sample size so far. But like, what's impressed you the most about his game? Not not just even like today's game or last night's game with the Duke game, but just overall so far. His off the ball defense. Okay, isn't that insane, though? Like, he was always kind of known as a pretty good defender, and he's somehow come back and has even blown us away even yeah. more so with his defense. Like, I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't even know that was, like, an additional gear he could have come back with. But here he is. I mean, just putting people yeah. in a straitjacket, baby. Woo! And, like, his on-the-ball stuff, he's always been good on the yeah, ball. Sure. And he seems like uh, he's getting even better, which you would expect. He's getting stronger and faster and, and smarter. Mm-hmm. But off the ball, like he's just, you know, I'm not going to say he's Xavier Tillman off the ball. He, he, like, yeah, Xavier was just a really a savant back there, quarterbacking that, that's your 10 everything. Ten out of ten, like Aaron Henry's maybe yeah. at like what an eight, eight and a half out of ten right now. I yes, sure, <laughs> something like that. But even he's like, he if you watch him off the ball, he directs traffic. He's yeah. moving people around. His anticipation skills are really good. He sees things a half step ahead of time, steps in passing lanes. He forced, I think, like three steals, one um, or a couple in the half court, and then one with the uh, transition bucket that he just got for an easy dunk, mm-hmm. um, which was really nice, like just a smart play by him. He's just getting really smart off the ball, being in the right spot, making the right decisions in terms of like 
Where can I help? When do I help? How can I cheat over a little bit? Can I freelance a little? You know, I got a guy in the corner who's a non-shooter. That means I can, I'm freed up a little bit, but I got to make sure I can get back. Whatever. Like he's just getting really smart at that stuff. And it, it, it was nice to see as well him standing up next to Izzo screaming yes. <laughs> for, I think it was Hauser to come over and set a pick because he noticed they were switching um, with that the defensive lineup and just start like on the sideline, not playing, just started screaming to come over and get a center switched onto Rocket Watts, which they got. And Rocket took him to the rim and just missed the lay-in. And he was just like going nuts for like, just he's recognizing things, the confidence to stand up on the sideline next to Izzo and just like, hey, I'm going to coach this possession. <laughs> and Izzo looked at him and was like, he's right. You should do <laughs> like, it's that sort of thing. So there's definitely some growth in like the confidence and the mental game, but he's just so smart off the ball. And Billis, Jay Billis said, he's one of the best defensive players in the country. And I, you know, I don't see as much basketball as that guy, but I believe it. He's incredible. A very versatile defender that can go probably one through four and, and, just is great off the ball as well. Super smart, athletic, great hands. Like, he's fantastic. And, you know, the best part is, like, he's not the only kid, too, that has that versatile defense. Like, I, who really stuck out to me today was, uh, and I, I swear this isn't just because I was taught in him as the team MVP before the year, but, like, Joey Hauser's defense really did impress me today, especially in the post. Um, to go along with that, too, like, Marble had some good moments. Hall had great yeah. moments. Um, and this doesn't have to do with defense, but uh, one time for Foster Lawyer going into halftime as the <laughs> second leading rebounder, by the way. Well, uh, one time defense. to uh, Foster. Um, finish a possession with a rebound. Absolutely, yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, listen, I, I could say like 50 more times, but like this team is just so incredible defensively. And yeah, it does yeah. come down. Really, I mean, every defense has a leader, and it's clear that it's Henry. I mean, whether it's on ball, off ball, screaming at people. And what I like the most, too, is that like I feel like every year – or every other year, we have like a player that's like, I would love to see him back in ten years coaching Michigan State as an assistant or something like that. <laughs> like we do it with like Cassius Tum Tum. Of course, Draymond was a guy like that, but like uh, I mean, even Travis Trice for a hot second. Like Aaron Henry, leader in the clubhouse, to be that guy this year, no doubt. And uh, that image of him barking next to Izzo was uh, definitely seared into our memories for the rest of the year. So, yeah, I, man, I feel like fun Langford. team. They're a blast to watch defensively. <laughs> I feel like it's still Langford. <laughs> yeah, 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 honestly, they, over, they have two of them this year. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, there was a possession where Aaron Henry fell down, uh, in the front court driving and was late to get back and Duke had a five on four and they moved it to the opposite side. They did everything right. And like, it was a long way back for Henry and they had absolutely like a two on one with two shooters, one sort of on the wing, one top of the key wing ish, uh, and Willie call between them. He closed out on one and the guy passed it to the other one, the wide open guy, and Malik somehow closed out on him <laughs> enough to get like at least in his way, and it wasn't right. a totally clean look. And it's just like, yeah, they got some guys on this defense that are like big and long and athletic and can move and are smart and try really hard. It and was that was great. just like it was a, it was it wasn't a clean it wasn't the clean look you should get on a four on five when you get a two on one on the wing at the top of the key like that yeah. and it was just like yeah these guys are gonna be pretty good defensively. Well, uh, and, and so they gave DJ Stewart like a, a welcome to college moment too. Like DJ oh, yeah, Stewart, Bob, Bob. I mean no, no field goals today. Like he was over seven yep. from the line. Like Wendell Moore, okay, that's not a welcome to college moment. Like he's been in college unfortunately, but he went over nine today. Like yeah, 
just the clamps. It wasn't like last year, like where we got. Well, I think it was uh, Tyrese Maxey that absolutely dropped us. Uh, yeah, dropped the anvil on our heads last year. Like, yeah. hey, n- nothing like that today. Like, yeah, sure, Matthew Hurt got his twenty-one points, but when you go eight for eight from the free throw line, I mean, that, that's going to happen. Oh to yeah, you. yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stewart uh, scored twenty-four in the opener, and he's six-two. He's not a big dude. Six-two, like one. Well, six-two, and he's lauded for being able to score at all three levels of the game too, like oh, mid-range yeah. at I mean, the rim yeah, and three-point. Yeah, right. He led them in scoring, but. Izzo threw Gabe Brown at him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. And that was really smart. And Brown's length, I know he didn't play well offensively. He missed all uh, four shots he took and, yeah, you know, had three pretty good looks from three um, mm-hmm. and turned it over a couple of times. But he played a really good on-ball defense against him, played good off the ball, did not let him make the cuts that he wanted, was in him the entire time using his length to disrupt him. And if you got a six seven guy – who can hang with a 6'2 guy, like athletically in quickness, that's going to play. And so Bubba didn't so. play well offensively, but he was really good defensively. And it was just like a total team. Like, you know, Duke scored. They ended up with 69 points. They didn't nice. really score 69 points. You know, they did. But they they scored like 63, 64 before a couple fouls at the end and a banked in three, right? Uh, take three points off the board for that one, too. Not, not only should it count as a miss, you should subtract <laughs> even three more points from that make, though. And, like, really, you know, they got to the line a lot, and some of it's definitely to their credit, but also some of it was like, okay, it was a little ticky-tacky, and they got in the bonus quickly. like here. Very quickly, yeah. Duke, Duke shot 32% yeah. from the floor. and 5 of 23 from three, yeah. Yeah, the, I, the, this Duke team is going to light teams up offensively throughout the season. But not the Spartans, baby. No, the, we're going to look back on this and be like, that's a hell of a defensive performance, yeah. holding that team to 32% shooting. All right, let's pause here, come back. We're going to talk about your guy, map. Which one? Your guy. Are you kidding me? What do you mean, which I one? Know, I know, I'm kidding. I just wanted you to say it, Well, We're going to talk about Foster Lawyer. <laughs> oh, hop on the train, baby. Let's go. The Break. Tomorrow, across the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts is Crossover Thursday. You can find your favorite NFL team, and the host will be discussing this weekend's game with the host of the opposite team's show. Who do the Lions play this week, Matt? Who cares? Whoever the Lions are playing, Matt Derry of Locked On Lions will be talking to them. And you can find that all across the network. So, Crossover Thursday, great way to get a quick breakdown of every game for your team, fantasy, betting, whatever. It's only on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Uh, Matt, I have a statement I would like to make. Yes, go on. Foster Lawyer can hang. Yes, he can, Will. (laughs) Yes, he can. He absolutely can. Uh, welcome aboard the Foster Lawyer Hype Train Express. Um, <laughs> everyone's in first class today. We will be serving filet mignon. Uh, you will be treated to an open premium bar uh, because this is what we do on the Foster Lawyer Hype Train, baby. We treat everyone well because, you know what, Foster Lawyer treats his team well. He treats the fans well. He treats the game of basketball well, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, come on. Martin. I'm sure you had something more to, to say. <laughs> no, it just he looks comfortable. He looks- no, he does. And, like, that that's one of the things we want to see before the season, right? And you talk about having the bar on the floor of just having sure. your junior guard looking competent playing basketball. But really, like, 
it's no secret that his first two years were a little touch and go. More times touch than go. So, yeah, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's been great to see him. Um, kind of gave us a heart attack with the two of four free throw shooting uh, down at the end. Like, yeah, the guy the shoots. Hell? He shoots 103% from free throw land, and all of a sudden, when it matters, <laughs> like, he just goes, ah, no, nah, I'm going to make this game interesting. Like, but besides that, yeah. besides that, um, yeah, I mean, pretty good game. No, he just, he looked calm, composed. He settled the team when, yes. after the early going, like, when he came in, it was like, oh, Foster Lawyer, calming presence. That's yes. new. And right. he had a really good stretch, made a nice skip pass. Uh, or not a skip pass, a nice bounce pass, uh, long bounce pass. It might as well have been, like, we should call long bounce passes like that skip passes. I know a skip pass is skipping across the other side of the floor on offense, but that was like a skip and rock pass. Like, that was That was like a 50-footer with some English on it, man. That that was was a big-time pass. (laughs) Yeah, uh, hit a three, was grabbing rebounds, got involved in some post-defense, and really, like, you know, there's going to be times where he gets blown by, and there's going to be times where he's a mismatch in the post, and it's going to get taken advantage of. For, but for the most part, while he was out there, it was fine. And he got good help side defense. He got taken down, um, taken off the dribble once, and then Aaron Henry came over and completely erased the shot at the rim. Like, see, yeah, that's that's All how you can design. that's how you can keep Foster Lawyer on the floor defensively. And you know, he just competed on that end, which is as much as you can ask for, but. You know, I thought he was really stabilizing and just calming, and the ball moves really well with him in the half court. Uh, it's it's a different half court offense than with when Rockets in there because Rockets more explosive and more of a shot creator, and Foster's going to keep it moving. And if he gets an open look, he'll shoot it from deep, and that's you know that's kind of the way he operates. But I, I I just thought he didn't look lost, he didn't look out of place, and this isn't. Eastern Michigan, and this isn't a struggling mm. Notre Dame team. This was Duke. Yeah. He was going up against five-star players who are, you know, not big. They didn't have big point guards, but, like, they're bigger than him. They're better than him. Like, they're top 20, top 15, top 30 prospects in the country. Uh, and he looked like he belonged out there. And I know, that like, the bar's on the floor, but, like, he's going to be the backup point guard that can provide some quick offense with his ability to shoot and just sort of stabilize things and do a good job running the offense. And that's, that's a really important thing to have. It's a, it's a really valuable thing is to have a quality experience backup point guard. I, I mean, Hey, sometimes in life you just need a game manager out there. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a game manager that, who can chuck it deep. <laughs> yeah, to, totally. Right. And you know, it, it's obvious that uh, he's no Cassius. Like we're going from having a guy wow. who was the number one option on offense last year to that's, a guy that's, are you now sure? he's on the court. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to? I mean, that's pretty bold. <sighs> Jur- jury's still out. Okay, I'll give it a few okay. more games. But as okay. of now, and yeah, like when you know Foster's on the court, he's maybe at best the fourth option on the court for offense, yeah, which is fine is. because like he generates the other four guys. Like he, mm-hmm. he knows where to put the ball. Um, and listen, like we saw at times too, like Rocket when he was a point guard. I, I mean, listen, I don't want to be all like, oh, I said it, but like before the season, like I was a little worry on Rocket being like the on-ball guy. <laughs> a little what? Weary, I know. Wario. Now I was between two words there, and I just decided to cut <laughs> it right in the middle. Worried and weary. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wor- yeah, so no, really, I, I was worried about like Rocket being the on-ball guy, and like today we saw sure. shades of that. Yeah, um, he's still. Will that happen all out. year? Probably not. Like honestly, like Rockets lazy passes that 
went into turnovers kind of remind me of last year, like when he would go up a little lazy around the rim and just think that he can get that AAU layup and have it swatted to oblivion. Like, I think this is, like, just some more learning for Rocket. Like, this is going to be his first year playing primary point guard, no doubt. But, yes. yeah, when, you know, times get hard out there for old Rocket, like, yeah, I mean, Foster's a guy that you could tap into. It's great because I did not really appreciate the time where uh, MSU went out there for, like, that 40-second stretch with Langford as a point guard. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that one, guys. Like. Whoever it was, it, it yeah. just wasn't Rocket or Foster. Like it was just there was no point guard on the floor. Is 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 the point at hand here? So, it, big yeah. sneeze coming. <coughs> oh, bless you! Oh, gracious. Oh, hey, hang in. Hey, I, I need you, Will. I need you, Will. I need a co-host. All right, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, the the depth at point guard is nice, and while Rocket sort of figures out how to make the transition from combo guard to full time point guard. And facilitator and playmaker, not just for himself, but for everyone else. It's nice to have that option. And everyone rightfully had concerns about his ability, Foster's ability to stay on the floor against really good teams. Mm -hmm. I would say he hasn't gotten, I mean, he had a handful of chances last year, but the hook comes so quick when Cassius Winston's behind you. He never really got to like... I just think about the last year's Duke game. Like yeah. when he got turned into a skateboard for a, for a hot second. Surfboard. Like that, that, that's your whatever. I, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of saying surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but he didn't get the chance to like just suffer through it and come out the other side better because he was playing behind one of the best players in the program's history. And very true. You, yeah. you, you play that guy. Um, right. <laughs> now this year it's a little different. He looks a lot more comfortable, and he's going to be able to work through, fight through, play through some of his mistakes. And I, I you know, I think he's just going to be a, a quality piece to this team that is going to play a role, and that's really important to have. Uh, like I said, an experienced backup point guard who can hit you a three and just run the offense and not be a total sieve on defense. So that's uh, consider that a win for Foster Lawyer's first few games of the season. He's it's. It wasn't a charity scholarship. It's not a charity scholarship. There's ability in there. I think he's going to be okay, Matt. Yeah, and as a whole, too, like, MSU played 10 guys tonight. Like, I, I don't know. That's going to be a tough 10 to, like, narrow down to, like, 8 as the season goes along. And, like, he didn't even play Sissoko at all. You, you don't play Hoggard at all. Like, Hoggard's not a surprise. Oh, but God. Sissoko maybe a little bit of a surprise that you didn't play him at all. But, yeah, man, like, th- this team right now as it stands, like, 10 deep feel pretty damn good about that 10 right there too and of course yeah. you know th- those other two guys will get some run here in the next few games as we're playing U of D uh, hopefully Western if that game stays uh, alive but yeah man I mean this is, it's a nice deep versatile team that's just good that's just good defense they're so good well like uh. yeah. and Bingham only played 10 minutes because like this is a game where a traditional big wasn't really necessary I mean yeah Duke, they went small and it worked Duke didn't play a, a person Oh, Williams did play four minutes, but like seriously, like they played no one over six foot nine, right. uh, pretty much the entire game. So, different type game for Bingham. He's gonna have plenty of great games against teams with more traditional centers, guys he can match up with uh, better. And you know, Langford didn't play particularly well. Um, I don't know. Like we can go. Gabe Brown offensively wasn't very good. Bingham like had a bad game too in those ten minutes, but. Because of guys like Malik Hall, Julius Marble, who was obviously fantastic, played his best uh, career game as a Spartan, and dear God, if he can be something like consistent 
Yeah, right. <laughs> like just, oh, you have seven good players, how about eight? Or you have eight good players, how about nine? Like they got ten guys you feel pretty comfortable with right now. Yeah. Um and that's not just like, oh yeah, they they can hang. Like, no, these are pretty darn good, like starter ish quality big ten players across the board. Like you got six, seven, eight guys who can get you ten points on a given night. Like, well actually, you know what? Ten. Because all the starters can maybe okay nine Kithier I would say nine we'll get Kithier out of there but literally everyone else like Marble got you twelve Hall got you ten Foster mm-hmm. at twenty week one Bingham scored in double figures before everyone else has scored into double figures it's yeah it's crazy they're a good team and I can't TK wait to is watch going them. for eighteen against TK lock <laughs> yes. it in lock it in baby. that doesn't count <laughs> but sure yeah um, really fun team. And we didn't talk enough about Julius Marble. That's okay. We'll have plenty of time. I'm, I'm sorry. I, he, he had an incredible game. Did not see it coming from a mile away. No, uh, no, big hats no off idea. to him. And that, that dunk, who man size. Speaking of man size, too, really quick, like this team rebounds like their scholarships are contingent on grabbing the ball off the rim. Like they are <laughs> vicious on the boards, man. I, I absolutely love how hard this team rebounds. They, yeah, they're, I, th- I think they're going to be here. Let me pull up what they've done so far just so i've got numbers for you well this yeah, game was 46 to 40 in the rebound margin if uh you're talking rebound margin yeah oh they gave up um 11 offensive rebounds and i th- you know like three or four of them were later in that game when duke mm-hmm. started just bombing away right yeah i think they can end up being a good rebounding team because henry is going to rebound for you hauser's going to rebound really well and then whoever's the you know, hall grabbed 10 rebounds in 29 minutes and there's a lot of a lot of people who can rebound in hell. Even Foster Lawyer grabbed five rebounds today. <laughs> rebounding machine, baby. Don't you forget it. Yeah, so I, I think they're gonna they're gonna make it really hard for team opposing teams to hit shots against them, and they're gonna grab rebounds, and that's a pretty damn good formula to play good defense, Matt. I would say so, Will. All right, that is going to do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much fun. for listening. Yeah. This was fun. We'll be back tomorrow talking a little bit about. Uh, Oh, football. Fine. Football, football, football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You don't know. No, I don't know why I'm being a Moby Zoo line about it. The boys are coming off a top 10 win. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. I, I apologize for my salty let's behavior. Add a, let's add a third ranked win to the, <laughs> to the season. And you yeah. know what? Ohio State, we don't even know who's playing for them if they're playing at all. Maybe we'll have an update. We'll have Stay to uh, figure that out and, and talk about it. But we'll yeah. we'll be talking about that tomorrow. We can talk about the point spread and just sort of if there's any news regarding that players out or anything uh, of note regarding uh, that game. So that's what we'll do tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home. Go green, baby. Let's go celebrate this one hard.